Blog Talk Radio. Now give me my theme music. Welcome to the war room. We got Tess, Kim, Jimmy, PJ, B. Austin, a hot block commander. How you want to end up one or two hour show and keep the brain running with the premise of talk sports on a national level. Both with the topic, sort of like the rubber. When it's game time, they like the fat five doing prime time. Sports conglomerates speak their minds a little bit. I'm a bank, bank, bank. Sports veterans and great. The 4 for 26, so the war ain't can wait. It's the war room with five nights at the round table. Five silly guys, diversified and educated. Yeah, what's good, War Room family? You are once again live in the War Room, brought to you by War Room Sports on the War Room Sports Podcast Network. I'm one of your hosts. I'm Dev Mack, and I'm at the War Room Roundtable, as usual, with my brother. We've got Jimmy the Blueprint in the building, uh, B. Austin in the building. Uh, Super Wild Card Weekend, was, it was pretty good. I don't think it was as, as good as, what was that, the divisional round from last year? That's going to live in infamy until something tops that. But, uh, you know, Super Wild Card Weekend was pretty good in the NFL. So now we're down to the final eight teams. In this weekend's NFL divisional round. So, man, are y'all ready for some football? If you are, sit back, relax, bust it up again with your brothers in the war room. The greatest man cave in the history of men, period. Episode 662 starts now. You can get in on the conversation yourself by signing in right now to the Bodyhood chat room at blogtalkradio.com slash the war room. Or you could join us on Facebook, Twitter, IG, anywhere at War Room Sports. We'll also be taking your calls in about 30 minutes on the Digital Extreme Tech Hotline, that number is 323-410-0012. So, um, Jim, yo, did you, like, were y'all aware that America's police departments were like episodes of Grey's Anatomy? Like everybody smashing everybody? <laughs> police stations <laughs> turning into train stations? Like, yo, what's going I on? Mean, I, assume, I assume that to be the case, but they ain't have to prove me right. Right. I mean, and even if you assume that to be the case, like, this woman, where where was this? Where did this take place? If For anybody who don't know what we're talking about, um, (laughs) there's a woman fired from a police station, from a police department, and I think uh, six other officers were fired because she had sex with all six of these officers at some point on duty. On duty. So, um... Yeah, by the way, she was a married woman, too. I want to add that to the And, and she was married. So um, there was one where, you know, they said she was giving out fellatio. They said um, she had a, I, I believe there was talk of a threesome with one of the officers and his yeah. wife. Like, she was just wild, yeah. The officer of Tennessee. The officer of Tennessee. Um, okay. They were farmers. Because he's trying to get on now, but yeah, they were farmers. Okay, yeah, FarmersOnly.com. Is that where they met? Yeah, shot Both saying, let me on, but it was, it was, you got to press the button, my man. What's up, B. Austin? <laughs> yeah, what the fuck is you, bro? <laughs> he, he there, but he, yeah, know, man, I didn't know. I thought he was going to let his cell phone. B, B, where you at? Yo, I'm here. Oh, all right, yeah. Chris so, yeah. Nathaniel! <laughs> Somebody got to write a book. Somebody that's involved got to write a book when police stations Yo. become train stations. That's the title. Give me my money. 
Police stations become the train. <laughs> police stations become train stations. Yo, and what'd you say, Jim? Her husband said he's going to try to stick it out. Like, he loves her. Yeah, he's going to try to stick it out. She must got that. Yo, funny thing is. <laughs> Not at all. He yeah, yeah. drinks it when it he drinks it when it drips out. Never mind. Yo, move on. Yeah. <laughs> she got the whole cuckold. He definitely is. Yeah, she must have but the funniest thing is I've seen dudes online like find like her pages but she was shutting them down, but yo trying to holler at her, like, yo, it must be something. Yeah, I mean like, yo, human there's nature, nothing next. Human nature is wild, yo. There's nothing next except for OnlyFans. That that's that's the only thing. That's yeah, human nature is wild, yeah. She's unemployed. That she's must, unemployed. She's now a celebrity. You know what I'm saying? Go with it. Go with it. That must explain like um celebrities and athletes and all that. It's like Tim Jones, and they all mess with the same Tim Jones. Like, yeah. You know, that same thing. Well, we've already you, seen a young woman make a billion dollars off of it. Off of. Yo, the crazy he, part he, is. He, he, he only knows what to finish that sentence with. Off of. She she left the ball she was in the video with in the dust. I mean Ray J get his own money, but Ray J got a, like sixteen hustles. She don't do nothing. She can buy and, can buy and sell seventeen thousand Ray J. <laughs> and seventeen thousand Raycons. All his earbuds. <laughs> but she ain't gonna have a cultural impact. Ray J is a cultural legend, man. No Ray J Yeah, yeah. Ray J Ray J icon. Yeah, I can. It's a lot of people and disagreeing Kim, with what we're saying right now. And Kim A, every self-hating black no, woman she, had the Bridget is entertaining, dog. She don't entertain us like no, that. Here's I mean, the there's a lot of people that watch this yeah. show, but that's just people who just... But, but here's the thing, though. Being and, nosy. And this is a deeper conversation, like, but over the last Bridget. couple of years, their brand has been diminished. Like, they don't, they're don't, they not looked at the same way they once were. <clears throat> like, their brand has Yo, really been tarnished. The world is going to the next hottest thing. Which is which is why, Jim, when their little show was fledgling and everything, what did they bring up on the show? They brought my man Ray J back up on the show and started uh, yeah. stirred up all this sex tape madness again and got Kanye involved and yeah. Ray J talking on phones and all that kind of stuff. So, you know, they know where their bread is buttered. So, you know, shout out to them. Yeah. All right, but. Before we get started, man, we've got to remind y'all, like we always do, that whether you're with us live or not, you can listen to us anytime, and you can listen to any show in the War Room Sports Podcast Network. You can do that on our website at warroomsports.com or one of the many major podcast listening platforms out there. If you have a favorite, type in War Room Sports. The network is pretty much sure to be there. Um, if it's not, holler at us, and we're going to get it on there. So there's never an excuse to miss an episode. So don't. Uh, so shout out to everybody on the network. Tissue and the Tate, the Broad Street Line, Superstars, John, John F. D. You sound a little crazy right now, cuz. Or work. Getting, getting yeah, tow truck. It sounds it sound like you're running, it, it like you running in a 100-mile-an-hour uh, wind. Is that just me, B. Austin, or you hear that too? Yeah, no, nah, he's definitely running a marathon. A little out of breath, and the wind is blowing. Oh, I ain't moving nowhere, so I hope I ain't out of breath. Uh, it still sound like that? Mike, check, uh, Mike, Mike check. Out, Paul. <laughs> All right, we're going we gonna to flip that then. We're just going to change up on the microphones. We're going to go to another. Ear. Can y'all hear me? Yeah, we hear, that's better. Your mic sounds nice. Check one. Check one. 
All right. So uh, let's get right into these hot topics, man. Um, hot topics, of course, brought to you by my bookie, War Room Family. It's time for you to make some money. Sports betting, NFL playoffs are in effect. So if you still haven't checked out my bookie, this is the perfect time to do that. Lay down a bet on all the biggest games in sports, all the playoff games, the divisional games in the NFL, prop bets, whatever. You can do that by joining the War Room and thousands of other online players placing bets at mybookie.ag. No excuses when you win. They give you your bread, period. They even have in-game live betting so you can place wages after the game starts. So join now. My bookie will match 50% of your first deposit up to $1,000. Just use the promo code WARROOM, one word, all caps. That will activate your offer. Visit mybookie.ag today. Play when. Get your bread. That's all there is to it. All right, so we're going to jump right in with the NFL awards. So, you know, we got to give ours out before, you know, they start uh, handing them out. And, well, I forgot they don't do that anymore. They have the whole NFL honors so they can have one big night where they can do all of that. But either way, we got to get out in front of that. So we're going to do our NFL awards right now, and we're going to start. Uh, who wants to start? You guys just want to run it down or? You know, we 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 ask this question every time we do it. Y'all want to go one by one, or y'all want to just go by the award and everybody give their pick? How y'all want to? How y'all want to get? I that mean, I'll, I'll run mine down because you know I got my list right here. I'm pulling it up right now. You know what I'm saying? Right. Go to my Start Google from the Keep. bottom to the Google tizop. Keep. Start down at the coaches end at the MVP. You said start the. All right, cool. So let me let me go to my Google Keep. I mean, it's not an MVP. MVP. All right, so coach of the year. Um, shout out to the Eagles coach, but I'm going with that ball. Um, because <laughs> the Giants are literally supposed to be like rebuilt. Like I don't even know what they're doing. They still playing, yo. Like, you know, yeah. I have no idea how, but that ball has come and changed the culture. So that ball. <laughs> and, that ball. You know, moving forward, I ain't gonna have a lot of rapping from y'all names. Comeback player of the year, uh, Geno Smith, because I don't even know if it's the year. Comeback player of the life, because that's Geno Smith. <laughs> um, defensive rookie of the year, I'm going with Sauce Gardner. You know what I'm saying? He he brought a lot of sauce to the Jets. Don't even ask how. Offensive rookie of the year, um, I'm going to go Garrett Wilson, also from the Jets. The Jets had a pretty good year. I mean, they got two two young talents that, you know, are leading them in the right direction. Defensive player of the year, this was tough for me, and I hate to say this because I don't like ball personally. Um, for political reasons, I shouldn't be saying this, but Nick Bosa, yo, like, and I watched yeah. him last week. Boy could just play football, yo. He just, I, yo, I hate him, but I can't deny that the boy could play football. Um, I can't deny he can ride. Offensive player of the year, <laughs> Justin Justin Jefferson, and my MVP, and it's not a homer pick, is Jalen Hurts. Although I think they were to give it to Mahomes, but I'm saying Jalen Hurts, and he won the MVP for me by missing a couple games and seeing how. The team played differently without him, so that's my honor for this year. Okay, uh, B, you want to go, or you want me to? You want me to rock out? Go ahead, rock out, rock out. All right. Uh, well, it's not much to to change because m- most of mine are pretty much uh, the, the the same as Jimmy's. But uh, coach of the year, uh, matter of fact, same two. His honorable mention was the same as mine. Like, shout out to Nick Sirianni. Um, you know, there were thoughts that the Eagles were going to challenge for the division. I don't think anybody thought they were going to be this good. So, you know, he had to be a strong contender in this. But just like Jim, I'm going to go with Brian Dayball 
because nobody expected this from the New York Giants. Like, even in our chat every week, I'm like, all right, at some point, you know, the Giants going to fall back down to earth. And they did just a little bit, but it wasn't enough to take them out of the mix um, and and for them to be in the mix this late in the season, it's it's nothing short of amazing at this point. So I'm going to give it to him because not only did he have to just improve the team football-wise, X's and O's-wise, he had to kind of change a culture, you know, in, at the, in the Giants organization. So shout-out to that bull, too. Uh, comeback player of the year. I gave Jalen Hurts a lot of consideration for this, but I realized to myself, like, as as ass as I thought Jalen Hurts was last year, I don't think that's national sentiment. I think people, you know, people know, like, as a quarterback, as a passer last year, he wasn't that great. But he added some other stuff to the game that gave him some redeeming qualities as an NFL quarterback in a lot of people's eyes. Like, I don't really like my quarterbacks being running backs. I'm not impressed by that. But a lot of people are. So he wasn't on the level of a Geno Smith, where Geno Smith was pretty much a bust. You know what I'm saying? And like he was just hanging on to his NFL career by by a thread, and then he comes out this season and and does what he does, getting that team in, into the playoff mix, making the playoffs. Um, I was impressed by that. Geno Smith completed 69.8% of his passes for 4,282 yards, 30 touchdowns, and 11 interceptions with a 100.9 rating. Do any of you brothers think, or have, have any of you did any of you brothers think in 2022 going into 2023 we'd ever be reading those type of numbers out for Geno Smith? <laughs> so no, I has thought to be he, his. I thought he was headed the way of Jamarcus Russell, not literally, yeah. but you know. Mm-hmm. All right, so Geno Smith, uh, defensive rookie of the year, Sauce Gardner. I don't think there's much to even say about that. If you know anything about what happened in the NFL this year, <laughs> defensively and for rookies, there's like nowhere else to go with that. Uh, offensive rookie of the year, shout out to Garrett Wilson for a great season. I think he had like 83 catches for over 1,000 yards, four touchdowns on a team that couldn't pass the ball. So that's pretty impressive. I think I'm going to do something that might be a little bit unprecedented, man. I'm going to go with somebody who's only had about six starts. I'm going to go with Brock Purdy from the San Francisco 49ers. Okay. Now, when we're talking about their success, the 49ers have kind of proven that they can just throw anybody under center. And, you know, with that defense, they can have success. But dude – was a little bit different. He wasn't just your Jimmy Garoppolo game manager. Um, he wasn't, I don't know what the hell Trey Lance was doing that, during his time at quarterback. But Brock Purdy, in his uh, limited start, 67.1 completion percentage, 1,374 yards, 13 touchdowns, four interceptions, 107.3 um, passer rating. I'm going to go with dude. I guess, you know, it's one of those things. I don't expect them to give it to him because I don't think they're going to give it to a dude who's had six starts. But this is my picks, goddammit. So I'm going to go with uh, Brock Purdy with that. Defensive player of the year. Huh? I I, I wouldn't have done it, but I ain't mad at it. 
I can see it after six starts. And six starts, he did all that and and was undefeated as a passer, even though, you know, y'all know I don't really bang with the quarterbacks, the only ones who get a win-loss record. But, but yeah, I'm going to go with Young Bull. Um, Defensive player of the year, uh, between Micah Parsons and Nick Bosa, I'm going to go with Nick Bosa, led the league with 18 and a half sacks. Michael Parsons was that dude for most of the season. I think his play kind of teetered off a little bit toward the end of the season. Um, his his impact is always still there, though. So you know because teams have to worry about this dude. And there might be might be a little bias in there. Like he a cowboy, so like that thing. <clears throat> so I'm gonna go with um, Nick Bosa, offensive player of the year for me. This was this was a toss up between Justin Jefferson and Tyreek Hill, who, you know, they were separated by a few receptions. I think Tyreek had like 119. Um, uh, Jefferson had 120-something. 120-something. Um, Tyreek had 1,700-plus yards. Uh, Justin Jefferson had like 1,803. Jefferson had eight touchdowns. Tyreek Hill had seven touchdowns. This is a toss-up for me in the best non-quarterback offensive player category, which this has become. But I'm going to go ahead and give it to Justin Jefferson. Um, I think when you have a toss-up like this, you just go to the success of the team and, you know, how much you think the impact was. So I'm going to go with Justin Jefferson. Shout out to Tyreek, though. And for my MVP, um, I got to go with uh, the – I got to go with Kermit the Frog over in uh, Kansas City. Man, he, you know, over 5,000 yards, 44 touchdowns, same record as Philadelphia, if everybody want to talk about records. Jim, I, I, and, and I don't, I don't, I don't know. I don't necessarily know if I even had Jalen Hurts second. I would say, I would say Mahomes and then second could be anybody between Hurts, Burrow, and maybe Josh Allen. I'll put Josh Allen third. I'll let the other two go a tie for number two. Um, I definitely hear what you're saying about him missing a couple of games, but the Eagles only had one stinker when he missed. Like, his backup lit Dallas up. They just happened not to win the game. Um, Defense decided not to show up that game. So, the, the the next game after that though it's kind of show like all right you need the ball um, come back as as quickly as possible so I'm I'm just happy as an Eagles fan that he even put his name in that mix because last season we were talking a whole different tune with this dude and his improvement has been you know nothing short of spectacular so shout out to everybody those are my 2022 awards be awesome what you got yes sir. Y'all are gonna love this. So, coach of the year, I'm going Kyle Shanahan. Um, being able to work with literally anybody at quarterback, you boy is on his him. third quarterback. He got to get his props you for that. Be him don't even really matter. So, I'm going Kyle. Uh, Remember what his player. pop be? His pop was like, mm-hmm. I can throw anybody in in, in the backfield, a running back. Now he like, yeah. I can just throw any quarterback back there. Anybody at quarterback. Yeah. Look what they did with RG Nick. Um, I'm going with comeback player of the year. We're all in agreement. It's got to be Geno. I thought Geno, I 
I figured Geno Smith would be doing interracial porn by now uh, and out of the league. Like, I didn't <laughs> yo, yo, Geno, yo, he should change. It should change the category for Geno though. This should be comeback from the dead player of the year. Like Mo is a zombie. The only there's only one human being on earth that Geno was good before this season, and it ain't his mom or his parents. And it's one of our contributors and friends of the show. Shout out to you, Modi. You believed for a long time in Geno. So this is this is this is retribution for you. <laughs> Did he though? Or was he just black? <laughs> yeah, well, we, we know the real. But Modi um, Modi like black people more than black people. Shout out to Modi. <laughs> Definitely. Um Defensive Rookie of the Year. As my brothers have told you, and, and I've watched, like, I literally just watch him. Like, I don't watch the Jets. I watch him. Yo, the sauce, man, listen. Here's how easy that is, B. I think he deserves some votes for Defensive Player of the Year. Uh, agree. Agree. You know what I mean? Agree. He, he's a rookie, and he might be the best, you know, D-back in the league right now. So, only The only that. Con- the only context I'm going to provide, and Sertan nice too, but this guy, the only context I'm going to provide is defense is literally legislated against now. Yo, how good is someone when the the odds and the literal rules of the game are stacked against you and he's shutting cats down? Like, he, he's been that bandoodle. So, Sauce, uh, offensive rookie, uh, man, I know what it really is. You got to protect Geno. And for a rookie to be as good as he was in the running game, protecting Geno in the backfield, my offensive rookie is Kenneth Walker the third. I thought about ball. He's pretty good. He's good. Defensive player of the year is a known MAGA supporter and probably happy enough that George Santos is helping Kevin McCarthy with holding it down in the uh, House uh, House of Representatives, one Nick Bosa, uh, offensive player of the year. It was it wasn't it was it wasn't as close to me, yo. It's JJ. It's Justin Jefferson. Now, when Justin Jefferson learns how to run routes, so the whole league is <laughs> the whole league gonna die. Oh, watch that they gonna die. Whole league gonna die. Uh, MVP. Listen, man. As a Philadelphia Eagles fan, I am so happy. I am so happy with the improvement that I've seen in, in, in our quarterback. I'm happy. However. <laughs> Love him. However. He's not top five. He's not top five. He's very racist. He's not top five. Let alone MVP, he's not top five. Um, and, not top and, five and, MVP? Yeah, he's not top five. He's not top five. Y'all already right, got to take it one step. Further, not not not. Who you got over Dak? Uh, who's the backup quarterback in Tennessee? I got um, MVP, I'm going Kermit, D-Frog, as with the rest of y'all. Yo, look at the numbers, man. Look at the numbers. Yo, the numbers, the numbers didn't. 
Um, I've got my own award that, that, that I have to bring to the table. Why? Because it's our show. Um, executive of the year has got to go to Howie Roseman, and it's happened before. It's got to go to Howie because Howie brought in all of this talent and got y'all thinking Bull is an MVP candidate legitimately. <laughs> so Howie wrote taking it a step further, killing him. And then, and then we have the Antonio Brown Noodle of the Year Award. Runner-up was Kyler Murray for the disrespectful stuff he did to the game and his coach on the sideline. Calvin Ridley for giving away $5 million in salary so he could gamble. And Aaron Rodgers for getting on all types of social media and being a prima donna. But the award goes to Broncos Nation. That's right. That's right. Yo, Buck Wilson, <laughs> you are noodle of the year. And that's it, man. All right, that's what's up. Eloquent as always, man. Check out the big brain on Brad. You're a smart Yo. motherfucker. That's right. <laughs> Yo. Hey, Jim, I've been notified that War Room Sports has left the chat room, and I have a message that says this chat room is for private users only. <laughs> we're not allowed no. in the chat. We're not allowed in the chat room. So, uh, I no, keep how trying we get banned from the chat? I don't know. I keep trying to get back in, and it ain't letting me. So, y'all talk amongst yourselves. We <laughs> no, love y'all. We're banned from the chat. We're um, too real, y'all. <laughs> crazy. That's when you know the show winding down. All right, so let's uh let's do our NFL pick six real quick, uh, the divisional yeah. round edition, and we're gonna start with we're the moving the whole show. We moving the whole warm show to TikTok. <laughs> we're gonna start with the Saturday problem. games. We got the Jags at the Chiefs. The Jags uh, put on a second half show last week. You know, everybody was out there talking about I told you so about Trevor Lawrence and this and that and he told everybody to SMD, shout out to Tobias, in the second half and help lead his team back. One of, not the, but one of the biggest comebacks in NFL playoff history um, to uh, to beat the um, wait, who the hell were they playing? Oh, the Chargers. Yeah, who we're used to seeing fumble the bag in playoff situations, no matter who the coach, no matter who the quarterback, no matter what the personnel, no matter how much talent, we've become a little bit accustomed to seeing the Chargers fumble the bag. But this had to be the worst um, of them all. So were y'all impressed by the Jags? Were y'all impressed enough to say they're going to go in the arrowhead and get a win against the Chiefs? We all got Not it. on your life. Salute to Trevor Lawrence. And low-key, low-key salute to Dougie P. Dougie P doesn't always low come key. across. Dougie P should get some uh, Coach of the Year votes, too. Yo, yo, Dougie P got Trevor Lawrence believing that he is Trevor Lawrence again. He's Hemothy. Respect to <laughs> Dougie P. Yeah, yeah, he, he, he's been looking pretty good. In that first half, shaky, four interceptions in the first half, but ended up with four touchdown passes as well. To, to even things out and to lead the comeback. So, you know, shout out to them. Hey, maybe if they can get it going a little bit earlier, they can shock the world going in there. So you said not a chance. Jim, what you think, Chiefs or Jags? I think it's a chance because, you know, the Chiefs might be still in the huddle running in circles. But I'm going to take the Chiefs, though. Um, <laughs> so you're saying you know, it's a any, chance. 
Yeah, if Andy if Andy f up, it'll be next round, not this round. But um, he I mean he is playing a young boy, so it's like a father son John. So yeah, you know, we'll see. Um, but um, same same for me, Jim. I think I think the Chiefs are gonna win, but I think the Jags are gonna give them a scare. I think they're gonna give them a scare yeah. that they're gonna have to overcome. Um, what you don't want, not because they did it last week, what you don't want is Andy to get a big lead, and it's not because of anything the Jags or Dougie P did. It's because we know how Andy gets when he gets a lead, takes his foot off the gas. Anybody will come back, not just them. So um, I'm looking forward to a good game, man. Let's see, let's see what they can do. I mean, I think this is the end of the road for him, but it's a hell of a first step uh, with Doug Peterson. You know, he's trying to prove that what he did in Philadelphia wasn't a fluke. Because y'all remember the treatment he got and the organization got when they hired him, and people were, man, they were killing him. This is a terrible hire. Next thing you know, they hoisting their first Super Bowl trophy and now everybody on his pipe. So shout out to yeah, Texas first and only. see if you can do it again. So you're right. legendary. Legend. Statue. Come on, man. I mean, they're giving out statues real easy these days, but statue. All right, second game of the day, the nightcap, 8-15, Saturday, New York Giants. Uh, round three against the Philadelphia Eagles, man. You know what I always say for 13 years on this show, I've expressed I really think it's difficult to beat a team three times. And what's also difficult is for me to pick my own team in these type of scenarios. But I think the Eagles are going to uh, beat the Giants in advance. Um, I'm not looking past them in any way. But I think they're going to beat them in advance. And then, you know, the real test is whichever one of those teams they get the next week. Um, Giants and that ball has had a good run this season. Um, I think it ends here. And this is not a homer pick because I'm usually afraid to death in any of these type of situations. For some reason, I'm not feeling that. This is probably the time the Eagles are going to lose. But who y'all got in this one? Yo. I'll be very brief because I know we got to get out of here. I'm just going to say a shout-out to that boy. Great season, but I got the birds. Be Austin. Yo, I ain't going to lie, and I ain't going to hold you. I'm as nervous as Pinky and Diana DeVoe in a Caprice confessional with a Mandingo priest, man. I am nervous. (laughs) nervous. I thought you were about to say getting HIV test. Yeah, but what what difference is that from any time the Eagles are in a playoff scenario? Like, I'm nervous because it's the playoffs. I just, like, I, I wasn't impressed really with what the Giants did. I mean, Minnesota, you know, people have been calling them paper champions all season. So I'm, But I'm going to give them their props for beating a team that was, you know, a higher seed or whatever. It's just the way that it, they did it. It's like they're going to ride uh, – Saquon and Daniel Jones, both of their legs, until the wheels literally fall off. So I'm sitting here saying I'm hoping that we're a good enough team to not allow their quarterback and their running back to just run wild on us because they weren't doing much of anything else. So, come on, somebody break the my boy legs or something. Like, let's go. <laughs> so how nervous are you? You nervous enough to pick the Giants? No, I'm picking the Eagles. All right, cool. Um, Sunday, Bengals at Bills. We get a redo on, you know, the the game that pretty much shocked the the world and kind of messed up the end of the season and 
So we get a redo on that game. This time it will be in Buffalo. Bengals at Bills. Who you got? Bengals going to make a return trip to the AFC Championship game or no? All right, I'll be very brief. Um, I'm, I'm taking the Bills just because I think that this is Disney at play. Um, I think the I think the Bengals were on a way to smack it in that game, but I'm going with the Bills. I'm going with the Bills as well, but I am not that confident about it. Um, I think this is the game that I'm. Hopefully, this is the the best game we see this weekend. Hopefully, it's a shootout. Hopefully, it's everything we expected on that Monday night before the tragedy happened. Um, I'm going with the Bills mainly because I picked the Bills to go to the Super Bowl when the season started. So right now, this is just a confidence pick, but I don't have that much confidence because I don't think the Bills have been playing like that team that I thought they were, at least not as of no, late. No, I mean, they so we'll they see if they can dig down deep and, and get that back right now. Which is why I had him like 10th in the MVP race before the end of the season. I'm, uh, he was looking I'm going, I'm going with uh, Joe Burrow. I've literally seen that man stare down the rush and someone pull out a 12-gauge shotgun and shoot him in the face, and he's still just standing <laughs> and speak the pass. <laughs> like, so now deliver. him more time. They're doing a better job Yo. of protecting And But you know the, what, though? And I know the Ravens the, play tough, but the Ravens, the Ravens was, like, giving them kind of some little bit of work last week. I really, like, I really feel like if Lamar played, they, they would have already been home. Yeah, but you know uh, that, that's that. also but a division Ravens, matchup. So you know those joints can yeah. go. Yeah, anywhere. I mean, yeah, the, the Ravens. The Ravens are a tough team. They're a tough out regardless. They play the Ravens are ball, a tough they, out, and they're they suspect last week. Their sec, their secondary is their strength or one of their strengths defensively. I feel like the Bills, the Bills' weakness is in their secondary due to injury. And I'm gonna say something hot take here. Josh Allen is the white Cam Newton only a little bit more accurate with his passing. Like, boy, the way he runs, he takes a lot of He's reckless, man. He's reckless. He's reckless, and I feel like... He gives a lot of hits and punishments, but that ain't going to work out for him. Yeah, in the long run, no, and I feel like... I, I don't know, man. I think he's a good QB, maybe even very good, but he, he's too reckless for my taste. I'm going Bengals. Yeah, I mean, I've been thinking about that. Like, I, I kept saying, like, I think the Bills are a really good team, but I think at some point, like, their run is going to be soured because dude does something to get himself injured. And they're going to be, you know, salty that they allow him to play like that all the time. Um, we'll see, though, man. It it should be yeah. a good it's, one. It's, it's an interesting game, though, because neither one of them are because the Bengals tend to turn the ball over a lot too, and I only know that because they quarterback is uh, my fantasy quarterback. But they they fumble a lot too. It'll be interesting. Yeah. It'll be an interesting game. No, but to Jimmy's point though, I mean, Bengals had them. I mean, Ravens had them on the ropes. If Hundley doesn't fumble inside the five and they take it to the house, and they actually score yeah. on that game, <laughs> set match. Yo, they would have like, lost. So. Yo, they would have lost to Huntley. Yo. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, so how many low key might have earned himself some money last week? Yeah, no, he's actually played well in relief of 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 dude. But um, like I say because they just they all they did was go out and get a, a Lamar clone. 
So, you know, he, he's yeah, not DeMar as Watson. good, but <laughs> yeah, exactly, exactly. All right, so last game of the weekend. Y'all know, you know, as much as y'all, much as it pains everybody, you know they're going to throw America's team on last, put them in the spotlight. You got the Dallas Cowboys going to San Francisco for a trip to the NFC Championship game on the line. Who y'all got? Do y'all think Dallas can go in there on the road for a second week in a row and, and pull off Yo. the quote-unquote upset? Even though they were considered, I should, I you know, one of the top teams in the NFC as well. I should I should have uploaded that that Cowboy song, yo. But I think they have a legit shot, and the only reason I think yeah. they got a legit shot is because of your offensive rookie of the year. Because he is clearly the weak link. Like, hey, he hey, made a couple that, plays last week. What? He made a couple plays last week. I was like, oh. But at the end of the day, their team is just so strong. They have, they got pretty much everything, yo. <laughs> they got like, they got everything. But a quarterback. So it's, it's in their defense, like you know, they got tested a little bit last week, and then the second half they was like, all right, we not we not playing with y'all no more. So now we gonna bully y'all. The so, crazy but that part, Jim, is the fact that I uh-huh. think they have a chance for the same reason. Even though I picked ball for that, I think I also think at some point, dude is gonna turn back into a pumpkin. I hope it's not next this week. I hope the Eagles can beat the Giants. San Francisco can win, and Brock Purdy turns back into Mr. Irrelevant in the NFC chip game. That's what I'm hoping for, best-case scenario. But this might be yeah, but the I one. Do you think, know, this might be so the I'm one. A, I'm Dallas, going to have I'm going to take the Cowboys, right? And I'm going to take the Cowboys because I think an Eagles-Cowboys NFC chip game will be amazing. Though. Yeah. Just for the yeah. and for the culture. Yeah. I'm going to take the Niners, though. Because <laughs> um, that's, that's the thing, though. Like, at this point, either one of these quarterbacks could come out and lay an egg because, you know, as much as I give B. Austin stuff for, for his thoughts on Dak, I'm not blind, and I do see that, you know, Dak can come out and hurt his team at times, and at times he could be frustratingly good, frustrating because you're always rooting against him. And when he is doing well, like, that shit frustrates me. And last weekend was yeah. one of those times where I'm like, yo, dude is chopping them up. I don't like it. No, man. <laughs> um, Cowboys, this is where Cowboys Dak best player, lays an egg. Cowboys best player, low-key, their best player is Tony Pollard. He's better than all the rest yeah. of them. Yeah, he pretty, pretty much is. Yeah. Because um, the what they do the now is let Tony Pollard do all the work and let Zeke come in and, and Jalen yeah, get the touchdowns. Yeah, get Zeke in the touchdowns. <laughs> <laughs> they, let, they, let, they let Zeke Jalen his touchdowns. Um, but I'm, I'm going to go with the Niners. Um, I'm not too confident about that, man. The Cowboys look pretty good last week, man. So it's getting a little scary here, getting a little scary. What you got, B? Um, I'm taking the Niners, and the Niners are such a physical team. They almost play a different sport than some team. Like, they, they rugby scrum type rugby scrum type of team. Like their their wide receiver wears a flak jacket. Like Dallas ain't built that no more. They ain't got them they they they, they don't they don't like to get hit in the mouth. Yeah. Now the they gonna, officer, they gonna show that rookie all kinds of exotic looks though. They gonna come for him. That's true. They gonna come for him. So hopefully Michael Parsons ain't on his game. But it's gonna be a scary one. But I'm a I'm a I'm gonna go with the Niners on this. Um, 
right, so that is our pick six, even though it was only four. We only got four damn games to pick. What y'all want from us? Um, Byron Leftwich has been fired as the offensive coordinator of the Tampa Bay Buccaneers after four seasons. Three of those seasons, they were division winners. Um, Had Tom Brady in the fold. He presided offensively over a Super Bowl win. Now that everything's falling apart, he was quickly the blame. I mean, this guy last year was getting head coaching interviews. I mean, it might have been token Rooney Rule interviews, but he was getting head coaching looks, and now he has no job. And I know, you know, Tobias, when we talk to him, he's going to bring this up. Is this a case of Tom Brady played like straight ass this season and played even more like straight ass in that playoff game and – Nobody wants to point any fingers at the GOAT. So Byron Leftwich is taking all the heat. Is this that situation? Or did y'all see something where y'all thought Byron Leftwich didn't put them in the position they needed to be in to win these games? Yo, man, Tom Brady, Tom Brady needs to go home. Tom Brady gave up his whole family for this nonsense, and this is all his fault, man. It's just, like this is the same dude that y'all, y'all you basically you basically bullied you bullied to have him have more control so you could push Bruce Arians out because you ain't like the fact that Arians is tougher on you. So this this is all Brady's fault, y'all. This is all Brady's fault. I mean, I don't know what my uh, my passport bro Tobias is gonna say, but this is all Brady's fault, y'all. I agree, hundred percent. All right, so yep. Can you hear me? Yeah, now we can. Oh. No, I, I had muted for a second, so I don't know what the hell y'all said. Oh. <laughs> no, <what do> <laughs> All right, so, oh, yeah. Oh, no, we blame Brady. We threw Brady under the bus. Oh, yeah. Black, black man out of a job, of course. All right, so our stat of the week, man, our stat of the week is also about football, but it's about the real football. A football fan has paid $2.6 million dollars for a VIP ticket to see Ronaldo and Messi go head-to-head in an exhibition game in Saudi Arabia. Yo, $2.6 million for an exhibition game ticket. Like, I wouldn't even pay, if I had it, $2.6 million to go to the Super Bowl. This boy is paying $2.6 million to see an exhibition game. First of all, why these boys got money like that? Because I know what he, you know, I know he probably got a rap on his head. And <laughs> why, <laughs> yo, <laughs> why? And before y'all say I'm racist, I'm giving them compliments. Why he got money? Why they? Why they got money like that? And um, yo, like why is this sport so, and the superstars in this sport so transcendent that anybody, even if you were a trillionaire. Why is anybody willing to do this to see an exhibition? To, you know I mean, to, 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 you know, that's how it is, man. It's like, you know, they try to make the news and, and, and make, make headlines for it, throwing their bread around, man. And match with the day. Um, <laughs> trying to get some, more, messy, trying to get some more toilet bunnies. Come over yeah, there. Messi and them got the dub, but both both players went off. Um, but obviously Messi um, on his squad got Neymar – and Mbappe, so, you know what I mean? You already know what it is. They rolled, they so rolled they, on you, man. Did, did they show this ball during the broadcast? 
Did they draw? No, I didn't even see the whole broadcast. I, I saw that it took place today. Yo, to be honest, brother, based on where it was, it was a lot of them dudes in, in the stands that, that could have that. His probably cost the most, but there probably was some more million-dollar tickets in there. Yeah, it probably, probably was. probably was. But, yeah, man. So, I'll, you know, I'll Ben Talal and Mansoor, they was all there. They Yo, all if, there. Them, if them boys play in a real match, the boys over there probably going to pull their money together and get a stadium built for it, like, in a week. <laughs> <laughs> They're going to build a stadium in a week just for their matchup. Well, they, this was they money long enough to 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 get a con to get contractors that's going to put it up in a week to state it on. Even even though this was a friendly, this was like a real match because what they did was they got the all stars of the Saudi Arabian League to play PSG because you know PSG is basically an all star team and. Yeah. Um, it, it, it was it was serious business, and everybody knows the ramifications of the game because, right? This will probably be the last time these two will face each other on the pitch, just because so, of the age. This is true. What you're saying is, boy paid two point six million to go see the Pro Bowl. <laughs> <laughs> That's what you're saying. That's what it sounds like. <laughs> all right, I I gotta yo shout out to them and all their bread. How can I be down? Um, and I'm, and you know, I ain't, I ain't into being nobody's porta potty. I mean, I know they don't bang like that over there, but somebody do, and they not saying nothing. So, one of them boys is paying somebody for some. Never mind. Um, quote of the Yo. week. <laughs> quote: It would be no comparison. We can guard every position. That is Richard Rip Hamilton. Speaking about a hypothetical 2004 Pistons versus 2016 Golden State Warriors matchup. Y'all think it's merit to this, or do y'all think Richard Hamilton is out of his mind? First of all, why is it always the weakest link? And I'm not talking about as a player, because he was one of their best scorers, and they didn't score much. But he's talking about we can guard every position. Richard Hamilton was by far the weakest link defensively of that starting five of the 2004 we've been here before Pistons. So why yeah. is he the one saying this? Let Ben Wallace, you say weakest link the, the, like three, four-time defensive player of the year say that. Let Chauncey, who was a great defender in his position, say that. Let Rasheed Wallace and, or, or Tayshaun Prince, let them say that. Like, why are you saying this? Yeah. When, you, when you say weakest I know what I'm defender, getting ready you're not talking I, about just started, starting five. You're talking about the whole team, right? Because Rip – Rip might not have been the best defender if you go down the bench a little bit. Yeah, but but the thing, you know, when they when they talk about this, they're looking at the starting five because people really never go past that. The bench might get a mention here or there, but you know, Rip, in my opinion, would have the easiest assignment. And I'm not. That sounds weird because Clay can go off for sixty on anybody. I'm not saying Clay is not good, not great offensively. But we know Clay is not he, – he's going to do the least. You're not going to have to guard somebody dribbling all over the place. Um, you might just have to be able to run off some screens or make sure you're not helping out when somebody else gets beat because Clay is going to kill you. So Rip probably Yo, had – I just <laughs> Rip ain't put Clay, no we've been here this, before. Man. I, think, and what I, I, know the, I know the irony of what I'm getting ready to say, and Rip ain't put no thought into this. There's just too many podcasts in 2023, yo. Yo, <laughs> Too many people everybody, that's why we about to get up out of here, man. 
That's yo, everybody, everybody got it. a microphone. Everybody yeah, trying to get hot dumbass. to make headlines, and that's exactly what it is, man. It's just, it's just too many pods now, man. Because that's the only thing that interested me. Like, I'm not even interested in brainstorming about who would win that series because that team is not one of the greatest teams of all time. So even if you think from a basketball purist stand, standpoint, because, you know, nobody's going to just run over the 2004 Pistons. They were that good, even though they weren't that exciting. Still, nobody wants to think about this. Who cares? <laughs> You're the 2004 yeah, Pistons. Man. You got yo, one chip. Yo, inclu- inclu- yo, like why, 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 Rip? All so, right, so yo, you want to go to the phone phone line first? Or you want to talk about? Yeah, uh, yeah, let's go to the, the phone line is. real quick. So, um, so uh, Tobias can talk about his uh, offensive coordinator getting fired and all that. Uh, look like we got a couple today. Oh, oh, Tobias ain't even first. We got the homie Rob calling in from Cali. Rob, what up? Long time no hear. How are you? Wait a minute. Rob alive. A, you there, Rob? Oh, wait a minute. I'm happening. Yeah, we okay, hear you now. Yeah, Yo, yeah, what's up? Well, we see the sword and sweet like Nia Long because he's single, man. What's good, man? How y'all doing, man? How y'all gentlemen doing? <laughs> hey, Rob, man, where you been, bro? Where it was? You was locked up or something, man. You just came home? Uh, You know, I ain't locked up. You did. You was doing a little bit in the county. You was in the Didn't county. Wallow for on. <laughs> you, was, you was wallowing away in yourself. So man, the man, the LA County phase is no joke, man. It ain't no packing you out with a one on one. Anyway, so what up, man? What your birds gonna do? Do the Giants uh, pose a threat to you, or are you confident? Um, you know what? You know what? You you, you know, for August size, I want to say thank y'all. Just one of the best podcasters, uh, you know. Uh, out there, you know, ho- hopefully it become more, more one, you know, one day, you know, y'all celebrate your anniversary, you know, oh, hopefully, ho- you know, hopefully, you know, y'all get back tissue on the tape, hoop girls, and, and, and other people, you know what I'm saying? But uh, and, and Fred, 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 shout out to Fred, and shout out to Plantation Radio, Tobias, you know what I'm saying? It's all good, you know, but um, you <laughs> fucking him up. I'm a, I'm All right, so what's up, man? You come around on 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 Jalen yet? Is he your MVP? Man, I gotta see. I gotta see probably one more season, you know, because I don't want him to, <laughs> to, to 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 be in love with dude, and he'd be like, oh man, like, and and and, and then he'll be trash. But the thing is, is that I feel you. I you feel know, you. I'm I'm not mad at you. It's a little bit funny, but, but I ain't mad at you. For me, all I need to see is the next game or two, you know, the playoffs, because that's where he like. Super nutted up last year, so <laughs> if, mean, if he plays well I mean, in the playoffs, I think I'm cool with it. But but the thing is, the thing is that when we but but and uh, you know what? You know, it's always my pops always told me the thing Here. that that no scout that no no nobody can scout is like heart when it comes to the player and also the willingness to get better. And the thing is, he came and be also probably contested this. He went from a guy that I was just down. I just can't tell accurately at all. Like about you know, you know, you know. Um, um, I'll 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 do his metaphor. Like he couldn't. He he was as accurate as like um, Antonio Camari's pullout game, right? 
and like it, it, to to like <laughs> to like um to just just working within his skill and the deep ball the deep ball accuracy I'm very impressed and I think he had the humbleness and embracement of the culture of Philly to where I think he can he can be consistent. The only thing I think the Eagles need to work on this offseason in the future is keeping Devontae Smith, keeping a great offensive line of protectors behind, and some running backs. Some running backs because uh, all running backs uh, I like are what you have to say, man, but the only correction I have is Antonio Cromartie was very accurate. He only shot in one jump. <laughs> you said our running backs are light in the ass. I mean, did that matter? The coach don't use them, so I mean, it don't even matter. I mean, but but they got fight in them. They got still got some fight. That's why I'm surprised that they run hard, like like. Yo, our, like, I our, our first carry, I, our first carry of the team usually comes like somewhere in the second quarter. <laughs> they 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 need to run that rock, and, and you know, but you know, the Giants, the Giants, they got all their starters back. They've been playing hard, even though they don't have a lot of talent. They're well coached. You know, we have a lot of injuries. Not a lot of injuries. A lot of players come back from injuries. We don't have Avante Mack who plays the key in the, in the slot because Josiah Smith shouldn't even be on the damn team. Um, and trash. I, I ain't going to hold you, and I think – I hope this don't backfire on me, but I think they're going to beat the brakes off the Giants. I, I, you know, it's hard I, I to say. I told y'all last week the Cowboys was going to beat the brakes off the Buccaneers. But, you know, everybody yeah, just and, and, was holding out hope. And that game and, was over quickly. You, you, you know, you know, it's hard to say. You know, I, I got a doubt. You know, I don't lane hard. However, at bleep all that. This is New York Giants hate week. New York hate week. Nah, bro. We go. You know, as Chiki say, we're going to go up and shoot New Jersey up. You know what I'm saying? Like, nah, we ain't doing that. Oh, word. I really don't know what Chief Keith say, but that's what's up. Back, back, to, <laughs> back, to, back to where they came from, you know what I'm saying? We're about to take a dump in the Bronx. It don't look like Brooklyn, you know what I'm saying? And piss on Queens. That's all I got to say, you know. So, and by the way, Yo, anybody in 13 years, that had to be our first Chief Keith quote on the show. <laughs> <laughs> and, and before hey. and before I hear, I hear the comments and the hate, love so you know, so so no, I, I just I just know you're thug. <laughs> <laughs> and, and 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 I do apologize. I apologize because I doubted Jalen Hurts. I apologize because I doubted you know Devonta. Oh, you know, and, and job, I tell you, you don't have to I, apologize I, for doubting somebody. I think where your apology might have come in, like when he was showing you something different, you were still hard pressed to to be negative Howie. on it. You didn't owe Howie an apology. You're always but yeah, Howie. like you ain't gotta apologize for doubting him. Like he was ass last year. Like that's what I keep trying to tell the all the I told you so people because they're acting like because they liked them, it changes what happened last season. You can improve, and you know it was a long shot, but he did. So two things can be true. He could be ass last season, and he could be in the MVP race this season. Cam Newton did it. <laughs> how, how 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 is the only dude that can curse out somebody and still be professional? And he has a right to curse out the fans. Like yo, forget forget you. I get yeah, because Howie he he would have said that to you <laughs> if uh if you was in the stands. I thought about and, you and, when I saw yeah, that that's video. Right. 
I'm yeah, like, how are we talking right. to fans like Rob? Because y'all ain't never satisfied. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, like, like this man had y'all hoisting the first ever Super Bowl title for a starved team, a starved franchise, a starved city. And less than a year and a half later, everybody on this top again. How are we this? How are we that? The only thing I don't like about our defense is I think one of the linebackers, they need to replace <laughs> the <coordinator>. <laughs> The, the, our defense, especially the corner, but they need to put in, put put Garner, okay, put whoever. They should have signed old boy and put him back. I can't, Blanche, right? Whatever his name is, Crail Vaughn, something like, uh, whatever his name. Sign him back, get Red Josiah, whatever his name is, and they need to put Garner's ass back there and safety, they, but they put him up at the nickel. I don't know why, you, even though they end up, I don't know why you don't, you don't just play to our strength. But just put him in. Put Kobe Dean in. Put his little ass in the game so he can get tackled. That's crazy that they playing so well. They got ball on the bench. <laughs> and, All right, and, man. And, so just t- t- who who going to win? What's going to be the final score? Because we got we to gotta roll. Um, I will say, because this is going to be a hard game. I'm just gonna say, um, um, twenty-eight. Oh, I would say thirty-one to seventeen. Thirty-one to seventeen. Thirty-one seventeen. Eagles. Yeah, thirty-one to seventeen. Uh, Eagles. Yeah, he said the score, and then was like, uh, like you don't know who gonna have that score. <laughs> All right, that's what's up. So you. who? So you got them winning. So who are they gonna play in the uh, NFC Championship game? Uh, sure, that's a good question. No why, score, why, just Jim, a team. Jim, Dallas Jim, and San Fran. Why y'all quiet, man? Y'all miss y'all, man. What's up? Y'all be quiet so far, man. Damn. Uh, I'm good. Um, I I got the well, NFC well, Championship well, game. Yeah, Dallas if, and San Fran. If we Who's win tomorrow, if we not tomorrow Saturday, if we win, I will want to play whoever. But you know what? If we win, I want, I want, I either, it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter to me. Well, you know, you know, you know, bring it on. I would love to play Dallas because I think the, I think motivation will be up there. Like, I, I mean, Eagles fans will go crazy. And I know the Giants fans, no, the Eagles, Eagles players will just be more motivated to play the Cowboys. I mean, if you're but, not motivated to get to the Super Bowl, Against whoever, then something wrong with you. But yeah, I, hate I, don't, you. I don't think that, I don't think that rivalry even matters at that point. Yeah. Like. Oh, oh yeah. Oh yeah. I, man, it, you know it. And uh, what, what, and and uh, what, and, and, and before I go, because I know you got the call. I know you got. Know you got the callers. You know. Um, what, what was I gonna say? Um, yeah. Plus we gotta go. <laughs> oh 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 yeah oh yeah my fault. I didn't get y'all the. Do you think? Because um, I, I know, and, and I want Jimmy to speak because Jimmy quiet in the back. I don't know, man. But um, I right, ask you question. Where did y'all feel? Because I, I because I was arguing with dudes. Dudes online was going crazy calling Deion Sanders they were in the book. Because I know how B. Austin feels. What did what did you, Devin, you and Jimmy felt about when Deion um, took his talent to Colorado? And, and, and the backlash, you know, do you think it was fake outrage because most of these dudes never been to an HBCU, you know, it's like, it's like, you know, they're getting mad. They, and then, and then Nick Rose, no offense, okay, with all offense, they don't even know North Carolina Central is, man. My mom lived down the street from there, man, with the Shaw University, which is another HBCU. I mean, I was, I was a little bit 
salty with the move and the timing of the move and and it's only for me it was only because of how Dion sold himself when he got there. Like, you know, he kinda did play the savior role and the God called me to be here and this and that. Um I mean, but it is what it is. I mean, it's what the usual thing is. A lot of people who get jobs at HBCUs, whether it's football, basketball, whatever, their thought is to use it as a stepping stone. And if, you know, if that white money come calling, then they're gone. Um, it's just my my only problem with it was just the way he kind of married himself to the situation and, kind of played the savior role and, you know, was all about empowerment of HBCUs. And then as soon as that, as soon as they came calling, he was out. But, hey, you do what you do. It's not heard, that big heard, of a deal for, you know, people still to be talking about it a month later. I heard Jackson, I heard Jackson State robbed that man. Can't steal from the man. I got to go. Yeah, that's what, that's what and and in these situations where everybody wants to defend a celebrity, then they're always going to start, you know, turning their attention and slandering the institution. I come on, you, like you kind of know what it is with HBCUs. And I'm not talking about robbing anybody. I'm just talking about their money in general. And Dion did a lot of great things for that school. Um, some things are majorly embellished, um, you know. But but that was all a part of people trying to defend him. Um, but that was that was my thought. So B. Austin thinks it was the university's fault and they robbed him. Um, I don't necessarily buy that. I kind of knew once the story broke that anything and everything negative that people could say about the university was about to come out and be said about the university, which is exactly what happened. So. I mean, yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah. I mean, like, I kind of, because I understand he sold people a dream and and my dad argument. Also, I had, you know, even, you know, you know, and most of people ain't sports heads like we are. You know what I'm saying? And she already knew this is what this is what coaches do, right? And you know they. And, and, well, Rob, and, and, Rob, real quick, I, Rob, I'm sorry, I mean to cut you off, good brother, but we definitely gotta get out of here. Uh, yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll send you to go, go listen to the show. Go look at. We'll send you to um, hit me on social media, and I'll send you the link to the episode. We had a whole episode about that. We didn't talk about nothing but that. So I'll, I'll let you listen back to that. But we gotta roll, good brother. All right. Oh, oh, all right, all right. Y'all have a blessed night, man. Uh, shout, shout, shout out to and also PJ and you know other, other dudes I don't even know but yeah take y'all take care man. Uh, Alright, you too man. Yeah. Wrap you next week. No, <laughs> <laughs> Alright, we got Tobias on the line, aka Plantation Radios, what Rob calls him. <laughs> AKA the AKA AKA the Passport Bro, the Passport Bro Tobias. Passport Bro. Hold up, we can't hear you yet. Something. Yeah, somebody let Tobias on because there we go. Right. You there? Hey, what's, hey, there he is. Hey, there what's, hey, what what's going on, gentlemen? What up, man? Hey, <laughs> Plantation Radio, huh? All I got to say is that I was feeding him a six cents a day. Tell Sally Shuttle I said hello. <laughs> but uh, but uh, yo. But, but uh, first thing first, road tie the hoops. 
number four team in the country, even though we got a, a former player who was one of those light-skinned rage out there because the girl turned him down, idiot. Now he's going to be hey. in prison the rest of his life. She um, said, no, nah, so I'm going to kill the <clears throat> Yeah. Oh, like, they called him in 4K. <laughs> he talking about, well, I didn't shoot the gun. Let him use my gun. That's even worse. <laughs> like, that goes to anything. I'm like, gosh. But uh, y'all talk Brady, right? Byron Leftwich, I was saying this last year, he better take that Jacksonville job. They offer you your black ass a job, you better take it. You got Trevor Lawrence, who's going to be a good quarterback, but not live up to the generational hype they unfairly put on him. But you got a job there. And you played there, so they'll give you some rope. And, uh, well, no pun intended when I'm talking about a black man. <laughs> to rope, to but, hang uh, yourself with. Oh, yeah. Go ahead. But <laughs> even Todd Bowles, I said when he got that job, if the season goes awry, it's going to be on them, not Tom Brady. All these Bucks fans talk about, well, the play caller, the play caller. Well, you know, he run on first down. Well, the Bucks ain't had a good running game since Doug Martin got his payday. Uh, so if y'all watch the team, and I've been saying it for the longest this year, they're old. And they slow. They don't have a wide receiver where it's like, oh crap, I gotta have a safety up top. You know, yes, they and just from, got they just got names, but they're old names. Like yes, okay, like Julio, Brady. Mike Evans. They're not bums, but all right, they don't scare anybody anymore. You know yeah, what I mean? and Chris Godwin go get he probably happy Brady League. He'll end up with CT catching all those yeah. green passes yeah. over the middle. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. Yeah, I heard y'all last week. Like, he, he be setting God one up, boy. He gonna get that man killed. Yeah, he ain't talking about. Well, uh, it ain't talking about. Well, they run, hurry up. I'm like, well, when they run their hurry up, the team is already up big, and it's nothing cheap, nothing deep. And the problem is, they they say, well, we'll put this around Brady. The problem is, he doesn't want to get hit. If they man. say they older quarterbacks say, well, I'm, I don't want to get hit. I'm done. So that in, in the Bucks media and Bucks fans are begging for a guy who's gonna be forty six years old to come back talking about, but well, what are we gonna do when he leaves? Well, we suck now. Get this is the window for most we suck. So why and plus here's the thing, guys. Most teams have a window. Teams get older, the money starts coming up. Hell, let's look at basketball for example. The Bulls dynasty Michael and Scotty were the only two remind who played an all six championship team. The Warriors, Steph, Clay, and Draymond all the championship team. Everybody else moved around because you retool things. And and it's like they're begging for this guy to come back. The first question, they talk, well, you know, we're gonna lose ticket sales during these other games. You know what gets you good ticket sales? A winning damn team. Uh, the team is good. Uh. Yeah, I mean, they went for it. They got their Super Bowl out of it. Bowl. At this point, they're just being stubborn. Yeah, because, because, I mean, they didn't go as far out as the Rams did. Like, they still were a viable team after winning the Super Bowl. They could have possibly gone back, so they didn't fall off the cliff as, as fast as the Rams did. But you knew when all of those names started to show up in Tampa because Brady got there that this window wasn't going to be open for that long because a lot of these guys were older, experienced. They got what they came for. You know what I'm saying? Now it's Bowl. time to move on. Yeah, move yeah. on. It's because I was like, since we're going to suck next year, 
Why not give the Packers a late-round pick and take a one-year flyer of Jordan Love? If he thinks, we end up with a top-five pick. We're going to suck anyway. I'd rather do that than sign Andy Dalton or Jimmy G. <laughs> you know, see what happens. Jimmy G. Uh, All I do is win, 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 hey, no matter what. Brock <laughs> Purdy making him lose money right now. Uh, and if, you know, but one thing I would see, like, with like these playoff games, Patrick Mahomes the MVP. Uh, he's at a level where we take 50 touchdowns yeah. to receivers that we never easy. heard of for granted. Uh, I think it's easy. Yeah, and – and it's like Cincinnati beating Buffalo this weekend. Kansas City going to beat down Jacksonville. The Giants are going to cover but lose that Philly because eight points too much. And Dallas is going to get steamrolled by the 49ers. Uh, you know. But uh, I hope you're right about that. Yeah, because because well, people are going to overvalue Dallas because of that win against a bad Bucks team because they were still hanging on to Tom Brady having one more in him. But he was, he was cooked all year. But people just didn't want to say that. They want to blame everybody else. But it is amazing, though, when you look at social media and you read uh, publications, like they really refuse to even put his name in, like, a group of people that they're blaming. They won't even put his name in the group. That's of that deal he has with Fox. He's got a media deal with Fox. The deal he got with Satan. (laughs) St. Fox is Satan. If people thought the play is predictable, the dude, my, when the final leftovers turn, take stupid pills. He got that was, I think it was 19. James threw 5,000 yards. Brady had the Super Bowl that first year and threw 5,000 the next year. So when the are, are, the, are the plays pills. predictable or is the quarterback predictable? You know when they drop back the pass, he's going to be standing right there like a statue. And check it <laughs> down. Hey, Chris Godwin caught nine. This dude threw six and something times Monday night for 315 yards. He caught, he uh, caught CTE, too. Yeah. And, uh, but, <laughs> you know, and one question, because I was watching these quarterbacks, right, and they talk about Daniel Jones and stuff, and the question that rose to me is, are we sure that's been a lack of quarterback talent or that's a dearth of guys who could actually coach the position? Yeah. That might be it, too. Because we've seen a lot of talented guys who don't make it, but it's like, are we sure they've been coached well? Probably not. Yeah, but I know you guys got to run, and, I still, and I'm still hey, on Tobias, blowing man, up on the Bulls. Go ahead. Uh, Tobias, where you at, man? I heard, I heard you wanted the passport bros, man. So where you at hey. right now? You in Brazil? You in hey, man. Hey, I'm, I'm trying to get an apartment from you, man. I got three evictions, man. I'm living with my girl, my baby mama, man. I'm trying to get an apartment <laughs> from you, brother. But, uh, <laughs> but hey, nah, I ain't no passport, bro. I ain't one of those brothers out there that fall for the juice girls in Asia. I'll tell y'all about that in the group chat. But, uh, <laughs> those girls, uh, <laughs> hey, but oh. all I got to say is, can the passport bros go to Africa, go to Kenya, Nigeria, Ghana then? Can they get an African chick at least? <laughs> uh, that's all I got to bring up, but uh, but hey, I know you guys got, yeah, I know you guys got to run, and um, hey, oh by the way, I forgot to say this, Rip Hamilton, shut up, your team wasn't one of the best teams <laughs> ever to talk about beating Golden State. Uh, can, can we stop with that? Cause I'm sorry, it ain't happening. It won't go be close. <laughs> you know, I had to say that, but uh, but hey, you guys have a good one, man, and I'll chop it up with you guys next week, man. All right, all right, I'll let you. All right, please. All right, Dan, I'll be, I'll be real fast, real quick, and talk about right. Why You on the Ground, brought to you by Digital Extreme Tech. 
Go to thejewishkingtech.com or call 267-205-4203 go, yeah. Um, we just want to send a rest in uh, power. Shout out to Chris Ford, uh, you know, former NBA player and coach Chris Ford, died at 74. Boston so Celtics. Him. Celtics losing um, all they uh, owe his. Yeah. Oh. Josh Harris, who's uh, the owner of the Philadelphia 76ers, um, word is he's one of the favorites to purchase the Washington Cobra Commanders from Daniel Snyder. So, Yo, um, you know, we'll real quick, why, why are, like, Philly fans upset about that? I'm like, first of I all, have no like, idea. he's a billionaire. This is what they do. They buy stuff. So he already owns a rival Philly team. He, he owns the New Jersey Devils in the NHL. Um, he's from Washington, D.C., so why wouldn't he want to own his, you know, his city's team? So y'all just chill with that. Like, he, yeah. he loved the money. Punch he don't love y'all. So go ahead with that. Yeah, funds on hold. So we'll see what happens there. Um, you know, Tobias money, Mitchell, you know, the, Bama Hoops, the Bama Hoops player was charged with murder, man. Tobias just brought him up. Um, Darius Miles looked, is his name. Yeah, I wonder looked, if he's named yeah, after da- Darius Miles because his parents should be ashamed of this. So. Yo, with that being said, though, man, boy looks sad as hell coming out of the jungle. He knew that his whole life is over at this point. But, you know, yeah, he should be laying the murder game now. I keep hearing different stuff. Like now, I'm hearing he supplied the dude with the gun that pulled the trigger. But you heard stuff like, you know, they shot the girl because she turned him down. Like it's a wild, wild story, and we'll so, preserve games the all details until we get the details. So we'll talk more about it next week. Yo, and the so, last quick story is uh, WNBA legend Maya Moore officially retired. Man, the ball came home from prison, and Yamin you know I got her. Yamin. You know um, yeah, so, you know he went all the way and became an activist. Gave up ball to be an activist. Married a dude that she was writing letters with in prison, and now after all these years, like it's official because she's already been gone, but it's official. Yeah, that's crazy because she she owned the WNBA. Like she, so that twenty fourteen season, <laughs> she was out there her. looking like. Michael Bryant James, like she was cooking in twenty like twenty fourteen. Yeah, I mean, so shout out to her. We always talk about shout activists and, and what they're willing to sacrifice, what they're willing to give up. I mean, not like she gave up a thirty million dollar salary, but she was good enough to where she had endorsements and you know other options and all of that kind of stuff. So yeah, Candace out here running the bag up. To, yeah, yeah, sir. Yeah. So anyway, man, that's what happened this past week by you and the Grizz Naive, man. Tell everybody what happened this day in sports history. Real, real, real quick, real quick, I want to offer a rest, in, a rest in power shout out to Anton Walks, former uh, Atlanta United player, Who? current or was oh. a current uh, Charlotte FC player. He died uh, early this morning in a boating accident in Miami. Damn. Rest in power. Yeah, you I, said at first Antoine I thought Walker, you I thought said. Something else. I, that's why I thought he said Anton Walker. I'm like, oh. Nah, oh. Walk, walk. Finally, walk. finally spent himself into the grave. All right. Hey, still alive, though. All right. So uh, this date in sports history brought to you by Sports the Book. Y'all know what it is. Sports the Book. Make sure you go get it. WarroomSports.com, SportsTheBook.com, or Amazon.com. This date in sports history, January 19th, 2002. The infamous Tuck Rule game, the AFC Divisional Playoff game. Under two minutes to go, and I know I can't see what's going on in the chat room, but I know uh, Skyview don't want to hear none of this. But under two minutes to play, the Patriots trail the Raiders 13-10 to in a driving snowstorm on a Tom Brady 
fumble, clear fumble to me, is ruled an incomplete pass. Patriots win the game 16-13 to in overtime. They go on two weeks, three weeks later to win their first Super Bowl of six, first of seven for Tom Brady. I always think back to this. I mean, they even had a special where, where he and his Michigan teammate, Charles Woodson, sat around and talked for like an hour about the tuck rule and how it may have changed history. Like, think about if they call that a fumble, which they probably should have. Like, are we having the last conversation we had about a 45-year-old Tom Brady and he being so great in his career that this team is willing to hold on to him and mortgage their future no. for him? Seven championships when he Tom might is. not the probably ball, shouldn't have got the first one. Played, man. History. That's the way the ball and bounces, it. G. Right. Either that, if Drew Brees doesn't – Drew Drew Brees, if uh, – what's his name? Bledsoe. The other ball. Yeah, soldier dude. Drew, Drew Bledsoe doesn't get hurt. Or if this tuck rule shenanigans don't, don't happen, yo, we might not even be talking about Tom Brady right now. He might have never even got a shot. All right, so uh, we like to give that. That's a huge moment in sports history. It might have created the GOAT. So uh, we like to give a war room salute to this historical moment. So let's get up out of here. So I can go coach yes, 11 year I just want to say, <laughs> yo, thank you to everybody who supports everything we got going on. Um, you know, check us out on all the socials. Check out all of our webcasts, podcasts, everything that we do in the world of sports and entertainment can be found at the hub, which is warroomsports.com. Check us out next week, same time, same back channel. We're going to talk about what's going on in the playoffs. Suck us off. I mean, get my book. Force the book. <laughs> yo, yo, hold on, hold on. For, for one, you know, you didn't even realize something too, man. Hold up, man. I know we got one about to get out of here. We got to, dog. We, 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 <laughs> for the whole Tampa we, Bay uh, Buccaneers Twitter. This for y'all. All right, let me find this. Let me find this, y'all, man. We got to, like, you know, play one. All right, where you at? Fuck you, Mark, nigga. Fuck you, Mark. Here we go. Here we go. We got to let one play. Yo, with that being said, man, get the book, Sports the Book, at warrensports.com. But until next time, everybody, don't accept mediocrity. Be steadfast in the war against ignorance, and we'll see you jump on top. Suck you, Mark. It's coming. It's drawing, man. It's spinning. That's what she said. I'm going to just have to start rapping. I'm chot. Up and coming on the beat. (laughs) Yeah. Yo, it's just spinning. At some some point, we're going to outro. You see, like a fire. I told you the Jones acting crazy, yo. Fuck you, mole. Yeah. Yeah, you might want to go ahead and do that. People are like, yo, why they not leaving? They said they was leaving. Yo, the intro song is is really spinning right now. Yeah, I'm going up and everything. <laughs> Same on my, yo, we're spinning, they spinning. Yo, man, let's let's, right. let's just put it like this, yo. We out. Peace. Peace. Fuck you, mole. Yo, now I'm gonna stop the episode. We're just spinning. <laughs> we gonna leave at some point, but we holla.